Uh, my heart isn't little, dude. It has a lot of work to do, pumping blood to my massive balls. My pee pee is uh, small, but my balls are nice. How thick is your blood? Hey, at least you have both balls still. Dude, no, I don't think you understand. Like, <laughs> when you get that singular ball just slurped on with the tongue going <laughs> at it, you're going to be so happy. Dude, I'm married. I know. Oh. No, but, like, if you only have one. Does it, like, adapt to Wait, so question. What is What does the wife think of it? I mean, I don't understand. Like, so everything still works. It's just you got one less ball? I don't have one less ball. I have both. No, I, I Googled it. Apparently who, no, who, he can... Who, I thought he said he had one less ball. Yeah, he only no, has yeah, one ball. Yeah. yeah, but he's not here. Mike does. Why the fuck would you say that? Because we're talking about his ball. We're talking. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope Ping he gets very that much just... implied that he only had one ball. This is what was implied. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I now it has to happen. Ping, don't. don't Ping, take why this would the you do way. that? You had me so you worried. To, Ping, you have to. You have to. Uh, you have, you have to, to send a picture of your ball to prove that you have two. No, you have to cut one of your balls off because you said. You have to get testicular torsion and lose a ball. My heart will kill me. Ah, uh, you yeah. ever like accidentally testicular to be torsion yourself? No, no. What does that mean? Because my girlfriend uh, likes to grab the the sack down at the base and like make them talk. Oh God! It's like whenever it, uh, <laughs> like you twist them. No, it's when they get twisted in the nutsack. So basically, and it cuts like, off, like oh, the balls, the balls flow. are connected to you. They have, they're held on. You can you can imagine really? a tennis ball on a string, right? Did we yeah. ever figure out imagine, how he like did dude, this? Someone no, must have been like really slurping on him, getting after imagine it. Imagine one of the tennis too. balls wrapping around the other one and like choking it, and then he's losing the circulation to his one ball because the other one's like choking. It's like whenever two babies are in the womb and one of them like consumes the other one. We need to get this out of our system before we get baker smith on here <laughs> isn't this what they like expect out of us at this point yeah but you want a cold open somewhere on the balls talk well, yeah if you guys want a cold sodas, open on the balls stuff. we can talk about how i just shaved mine <laughs> or shaved or we'll call us? it we'll call it live We're hey, can someone can someone give me the uh need the, the craig um, is in exactly. uh, general general yeah. oh i'm sorry i'm slightly retarded that's a yeah, lot. I know. I'm more than slightly. You have to be slightly retarded to be here. Oh, fuck. I thought boys. it was a requirement to be uh, CI, as we all had to be slightly retarded. <laughs> I shaved my balls for this. I CI did too. actually stands for cerebral palsy. Yo, I'm in general, and all I see is. Oh, wait, no. Scro- scroll up like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally one line up. No, all I I was on the wrong thing, and all I saw was five five six sending an absolutely giant dildo. Is that the one with the rainbow on it? So it can like no, it that's has like the layers. Cannon to be honest, the, uh, dude, fist. if I saw a woman break that thing out, I'd leave. It's like <laughs> you're gonna, you're not gonna be able to do I anything. Would, I would be scared. Remember, boys, sex toys are friends, not your enemies. Yes, I would be excited talk about to that? have it used on me. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, are we ready I mean, to start I with the fucking questions? I can I, can I read one of the questions? <laughs> Hold on, let me go pour a drink. All right, I'll wait till I'll wait till he gets back because this involves you, Italian people. Yeah, the first you guys, so I'll, I'll knock this one out. I'll knock this one out sober. Hit me with it. Okay, why are all the shitty coof politicians Italians? I don't uh, know what this is referring to. 
That's just someone trying to egg me on, and quite frankly, I don't, they can suck my fat wop cock. I don't and think those are Italians. Note, oh, I think he's wrong. Yeah, those definitely aren't Italians. I'd say uh, most of the chief politicians the other, are not Italians. So they're the other race of people that the, the immigration the department, the immigration department oh. viewed as like subhuman in the 1900s. Irish. Oh, no. <laughs> There's really a lot of people our immigration department didn't like. The more I think about it, oh yeah, the, the immigration department was a kind of shit. The touch, uh, best AR barrel length. They'll put up my ass. Oh, this guy wants oh, to put an AR barrel. So I don't up think his ass. I think he's focusing too much on barrel length and not enough on barrel profile. Do you want a pencil it's or do you dope. want like a government profile? Yeah, he's, no, he's, he's, he's focusing on the issue at hand, which is girth. Yeah, because you're not okay. Well, you're probably not going to be able to get like ten five up there, right? I know I couldn't. I could only get maybe a seven five during a blackout barrel myself. Gotta I'm gonna I'm gonna read the questions now. Ethan's reading. Oh, Ethan yeah. can't answer read the questions. I'm re- I'm here, producer Ethan. I'm reading the, I'm reading the damn questions. Can I read the next one? It's a it's a pretty interesting one. Sure. The one that's just the it's the B emoji. <sighs> that's I would agree with that. It's not a question at all. It's probably it's, beans or penis. <laughs> bussy. Bus, bussy. 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 Boy pussy. Oh, gosh. Nice, freshly shaven bussy. Mm-hmm. So, is it like, how old does you have to be before it becomes like a mussy? Uh, <laughs> That's disgusting. Um, 16. Uh, whoa, no. <laughs> not touching this one. You can not touch this one. Oh, Jesus Christ. You just got all of our federal agents attention they're like hold on <laughs> hold on let's look them. at this one <laughs> all right eight more uh, people next question yeah, yeah, Ethan, go ahead. yeah thank you i will did wap really get all his family money from ragu sales yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, uh, i'd end up dead if i talked where my family money came from <laughs> Gabagool sales. Gabagool sales. Uh, any clone incorrect stickers coming out in the future? Yes. I so think we, actually, we need to make a sticker of Slickside's ball. I was going to say, we actually have stickers right now. If you're interested in the stickers, um, go to 77's DM. That's my DM. I will send you my cash app, and then I will send you the stickers after. This is... <laughs> They're going to be the fucking stickers off the bananas. <laughs> These are totally not just the stickers I have lying around my house from other wanna, non-gun related things. It's gonna be honestly I think we could do that. I wanna get Nathan I think Nathan could do it where we could get um you know the for rectal use only stickers? Yes. If we could get yes. a really large one of those and then around the outside border put clone incorrect podcast, I think it looks sick. <laughs> I would yes. love that. Like, yes. like a three inch like a three inch diameter for rectal use only sticker with clone incorrect podcast around the outside. Can we Hold get on. like an artist rendition of Slickside singular ball? Has he mentioned that? Can we bring that up? Wait, yes. Are we allowed yeah. to talk about oh. that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm talking about it anyway. <laughs> uh, I'll fucking drink to that. Oh, cheers. 
Cheers. All so right. Here, the needs to be in here to talk it. about it. We've all seen it. Yeah, seen at this point. The most disappointing thing about painting my rifle is I have to redo the uh, ball pick. Uh, <laughs> please do. Uh, please, oh, please. Do it right now if you want to. Um, no. Is it cold? <laughs> I know they're less t- they're less uh, tensile when they're cold. Oh, dude! Like, honestly, the cold doesn't affect me anymore. I've slept naked for so long; it, it just chills no matter what temperature. It's fantastic. Imagine I being mean, a home intruder on that house, dude. I think Bert Kreischer said it best when he said it was going to be cock and Glock is the only thing they'd see. <laughs> I mean, have you not come home from a night of drinking and you're just in your underwear clearing your house with your Glock? I've done that. I do it yeah, naked. Uh, Honestly, I don't wear underwear when I go out drinking. You know what they say. <laughs> I do, train like I a do play. Just, um, if I, I do tra- to serve as if, emergency underwear. If I tra- <laughs> if I train like I play, it's just going to be mediocre. Naked with a forty-four Magnum. So. Oh, All right, yeah, next question. When strength <laughs> training, would you suggest to go for explosive power or endurance? Um, both of them have their place. You need to be yes. able. To, you need to have endurance where you can stay in the fight. If we're, what wait, what was this talking about? I'm assuming strength training, since we're like a strength gun training. podcast. Yeah. I'm assuming it's for a tactical situation. Now, I never served, so I don't. This isn't based on experience. But based on what I've seen, I'm assuming that you'd want endurance to stay in the fight for a long time. But at certain I was points, say the same thing. at certain points, shit situations happen, and you need to have raw strength on tap to get gear or people out of a really bad situation really quick. He's so, right. So if you're you you're gonna want you're gonna want endurance because you never know when you're gonna have to do a Mogadishu mile, right? There might be the point where you gotta be like run that mile, mile and a half to fucking get the shit out of Dodge. But at the same time, you might want that explosive power to be like, oh fuck, I need to get to cover right now. And for people who think this isn't possible, Tony Cowden did what's called the 666 challenge. And what that is, is that's a six minute mile, the 600 pound squat, the 600 pound deadlift in the same fucking day. So, say, so people saying that, oh, I need endurance, so I'm not going to do strength training, or I'm doing strength training and I don't need endurance. Shut the fuck up and do both of them, because quite frankly, there are some bad motherfuckers out there that are willing to snatch your soul for nothing more than your gear. Um, baddest, your you baddest it. motherfuckers out there can do both. Yeah. Um, he and if you're not like trying under... to be the baddest motherfucker, you're cheating yourself. Yes. Um, Tony did it in under like a few hours, right? Like he did yeah, it. Tony, I, it was at a CrossFit event, so I want to say it was within four hours. Yeah, I, he did it. He did it within ball. six hours. I know that. <clears throat> so did, pretty, yeah, that like, and especially at his age, there's no excuse. No. All right. Uh, do you have an episode with Mineral Dick? No, not yet. No, no, no. You no. skipped one. You no. skipped one. Yeah, but we can talk one, about yeah. that. We could talk about that real quick. I didn't mineral, mean to skip right. that. Go on. Uh, mineral Dick. I'll go back. Uh, Mineral Dick was a uh, did the first episode of the Dillo podcast, and I have reached out to him recently, talking about coming on this podcast, and I think it would nice. be a great episode. And I, so I would 100 percent expect that episode to be coming. 
Uh, I think him and Forges would have a really good reloading conversation because they're both, yeah, they were they're both incredibly autistic about it. Um, I don't know <laughs> if Forges is on the on the level of mineral He's, dick, but they're both very he might autistic. Be. He might be. Yeah. Uh, y'all got ham hocks? Oh, shit. Keep talking. I was going to say, especially when it comes to reloading, him and Mineral Dick might be on the same level. Y'all got ham hocks? We sure do. Sure, dude. You want to be fucking pickled, bud? Uh, I'll direct you to my DM again. Cash at me. I will send you ham hocks. I'll let you slurp on my (laughs) ham hock. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I know who asked that question. You <laughs> rethink. You might want to rethink that. Well, half of them were just us messing around on a Friday night. It's true. <laughs> All right, this next uh, one's directed for a certain individual here. It is uh, best pasta to make for someone to look like you have an idea what you're doing. Oh, oh shit! I, I wonder who that's this. directed. No, at. I, I really, really like this one. Um. I honestly think that the best pasta. Um, this this did this come from a guy? Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. Probably. So we I'm don't assume, have female so, followers, so yeah, I have at least one. My boob science thing. I've gotten a lot of DMs from women that are very interested in the data that I'm collecting. Really? <laughs> I'm not even. Like, it's like it's like is it? Are they really like choosing this? And I'm like, yes, ma'am. Your left titty is the only important one. Please move along. <laughs> Get out of <laughs> Yeah, but um, this was a pasta you know, question. This guy wants the best pasta. If you want to look like you know what you're doing, um. I've never found a woman, like, I'm assuming this is to impress a date, which I'm 100% with. I think that that's a great idea. Uh, if you want to do homemade pasta, uh, you can do, like, make a basic red sauce. I know, uh, I'm not going to give you mine, but come, but uh, magazines like Bon Appetit have done really good uh, quick red sauce recipes. Uh, I don't like the guy, but Binging with Babish has a short one. It's done in a singular pan. I love pan. that dude. Wait, 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 we gotta go into why you don't like binging. Because yeah, I, like that. Like, I will. I will. Let me this finish. This guy's great. I will. I will. I'll finish. Let me go on. So you take like a really basic red sauce and you make a uh, really thick. It's uh, like a wider than a fettuccine. It's called pappardelle. It's absolutely fucking fantastic with the red sauce. So if you want to do homemade pasta, that's what I would do. Um, gnocchi is also real good. I did that this weekend and it works. You get laid. Um, the only, and then I think the most basic one, if you want to make a homemade sauce, right. And you really want to impress them, uh, it's some bucatini. You might have to order off of Amazon or online, but it's an absolutely, gonna fan- say bucatini. it's an absolutely fantastic pasta. Bucatini is great. And if you, uh, do it with carbonara, it is fucking fantastic. And I can guarantee that you'll get your, you'll get laid. And the only thing about this is if they're really into pasta, the chances of them taking a nap after the meal are supremely high. Well, that's not going to stop you. No, no, it's just... Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I just want to let you know that it's like it's going to be very one-sided sex. Yes. Yeah, so if you want to do homemade pasta and homemade sauce, uh, Upperdale with a red sauce is fantastic. If you want to just do a homemade sauce and you can find Bucatini, Bucatini Carbonara is fucking great. Uh, Pasta de Pepe is great as well. Uh, it's like a very 
basic uh, cheese sauce that uh, you can literally crank out. It's literally the pasta water and uh, some really fine ground uh, Parmesan. Not the cheap shit. You got to do it at home. Chicken piccata is pretty good, too. Yeah, it is. Um, If they're into capers, nice salty. That's what I would do. Did you want to talk shit about binging with Babish for a second? Yeah, binging with Babish. I just don't like him, man. I think he... uh, Why? Honestly, I think Joshua Wiseman is a lot better. I don't know who that is. What about Sam, the cooking guy? I I have to ask, because I have his cookbooks, and his shit's good. I d- and like just, I, legit- it's, it's I legitimately very... watch him on YouTube. Like, like uh, the, it's thing, one of the, the thing about Babish, I enjoy so, the thing about Babish that I don't like is his takes on Italian food, where he's very regimented with measurements and this shit, and it's like 250 grams of this, 150 grams of that, 50 grams of this, 75 grams of that. That's not how you cook good Italian food. That is fair. I, I, I will give you. I that. agree I with cooked, you. I cooked but... gnocchi today. And the only thing, or on what is the uh, Friday because I was off work. I cooked it Friday, and the only thing I measured was the potatoes, and that was just to prove to my girlfriend that I guessed the weight correctly. Hmm. Like that's it. So I think uh, measuring them, like uh, Babish's really regimented measurement style, is fucking retarded. If you guys want to cook good Italian food, you need to learn how to guesstimate weights to do shit by eye. To you be break, fair, does, like, in, in does plus, Italian food even measure anything? No. God, no. Are you fucking kidding me? It's like a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and I'll stop pouring olive oil when the good Lord tells me. Pretty I much. Agree with you. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm mostly German and cook mostly German food, and, like, I know that. Let's be honest. Like, if you're in the kitchen and you don't have a recipe, you're just throwing shit together and it comes out bomb, it's, like, a thousand times more impressive. Because I cook the same way. I don't really measure it. Anything other people. Yeah. And I think he does. I think he uses measurements since it's on a YouTube. You know, that probably just trying to figure out. How to cook. Like I did okay, a yeah. Nashville hot chicken. I think it was two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I. Did measure out to wash your face and beard real good in between eating and eating pussy. You That's, will get yelled yes. at. The best <laughs> advice right here. <laughs> you oh, will get yelled man. at. I've heard of quite a few stories. I did that once. I went to been there, went, done that. Went to Buffalo Wild Wings and got the hottest wings because I'm a fucking badass. And um, since you're that Arby's bought Buffalo Wild Wings, I want to talk about it. What's uh, what's your best time for the Blazing Challenge then? It's time for the Blazing I've never Challenge. Done it. When you don't yeah, have a like date or plans. No, no, no. Like how fast? <laughs> <can you do laughs> it? Oh. Oh no. How fast? Wait what a is, minute. If you. I haven't done the blazing challenge. Like, why oh, would you rush through? I was gonna say, like, I, this is time, going back to Italian food. If my grandmother oh. saw me rushing through a meal, not enjoying it, I'd 100% end up dead in his fertilizer, her garden. Dude, I'm mostly German, and if my great grandmother saw me rushing through a meal, not enjoying it, she'd kill me. Yeah, it's like a disrespectful little. I'd be shit. in a fucking concentration camp somewhere. 
Yeah, as the guard. Guard. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Okay. okay. All right. So, boys, let's do this one on the uh, one through four scale that we discussed. Um, Is two Asian postings mom hot? When did we discuss a scale? Five. 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 Like a fucking six point nine there, bub. I feel like a member of our uh, of our group has recently experienced this, but the question is, is it better to have blood in your cum or cum in your blood? <laughs> blood in your cum. Blood in your cum. Blood in your cum. Mm-hmm. That's an easier fix than because I mean, there you have a lot more blood than you do cum. Wait, time out. <laughs> Are there guys out there that aren't parting the red sea? <laughs> Are there guys out this there is a good question. doing that? Oh, I'm absolutely into that. What are you talking yeah, about? The, oh, the you... blood in your cum doesn't necessarily have to be your blood. Yeah, no, oh, no, no, no. Are there guys out there that are scared, I, well, I that are thinking, scared of period sex? I was thinking oh, they were interpreting it as like blood like as it's coming out of you. Like they're, that... you're, you're bleeding into it in your system. I was going to say, that's the way I was interpreting it, but it's the other way around. Look here. Dude, if I slung dick so good that I was coming blood, I'd take a picture and send it to you guys as like a fucking achievement. (laughs) (laughs) Boys. Lord have mercy. I did work. (laughs) I tapped the wrong tank. (laughs) Oh, my word. (laughs) Shit. Um. But yeah, no. Um, there's just extra lube on that one, uh, once a, once a month. Yeah. If you're hell scared, yeah, brother. If you're scared, of hell yeah, brother. One, one week out of the month, you turn the lights off. You turn the lights off, bro. You turn the lights off. What? I'm trying to what? do it. Why does it smell like copper in here? I'm trying to. Get- <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, guys. It's for her self-esteem, not his. No, dude. I'm trying to turn the fucking sheets into splatter painting. I want to see if I have to change up the angle to get some over there. Love your woman every day of the month. Yes. My uh this was a story uh from college, but my buddy was hooking up with a girl and we just heard, What the fuck? <laughs> um, and he had got it, he had gotten it on the wall. Oh man. Wow. Holy shit. Um, That's impressive. Like, she, she came she came running out with her like jeans off, the underwear and like socks, shoes, like ready to go, and she was gonna throw her pants on, I guess, when the Uber was there. But but like she re- went running out and we saw him just sitting there like what the fuck <laughs> blood is on the wall if you guys don't have a fucking waterproof throw you need to get one yes yes 10 out of 10 why old women but uh the like plastic wrap on their couches no that's to keep it nice yeah yeah nice. when they squirt on it <laughs> <laughs> Which is stored in the tits. Jesus. <laughs> Squirt is stored in the tits. That's a new one. That's the fucking CI podcast lore. Squirt is also stored in retirement. Oh. 65 is retirement and also just turn into a gusher. All right. This goes uh, open question to anyone. In your Instagram careers, have you received any death threats? Yes. 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 Yes, All right. I'm going to ask a better question. Who here has not received death threats? I haven't. 
I, don't I have think not I've gotten one yet. I not think directly, it's because it, it might be because out. I show my face and stuff. Like, like Ethan has a I don't face know, nobody that you just couldn't be mad at. You couldn't yeah. murder that face. You're like a no, nice Ethan, Amish Ethan, guy. You're much too cute for, for me to get mad at you. Oh, thank you. I love you. <laughs> love you too. Go on. Yeah. Tell your stories, everybody. Fine. Who wants to start? Made fun of Irish people. Who hasn't? Oh, I get you every time. Made fun of Irish people. You'll get that on them oh, big jobs. So my favorite one, <laughs> my favorite one was I made. I said that gun rights weren't for everyone. <laughs> certain people, like not even in a racist way, but there are just some disgusting fucking people on earth that I don't want to be associated with. And my favorite ones, and and at the I did might have pushed it a bit far, and I said it, at the end of the post, <laughs> I said these people don't deserve gun rights; they deserve a free ride on the cattle car. The number of (laughs) no wonder you got threats. And the number of people, these so-called ANCAPs and libertarians that were ready to kill me over my beliefs. Librarians. Yeah. When I'm done fucking this child in my basement, I'm gonna come murder you. Yeah, I'm gonna come. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so this is this is the airtight logic they had. I'm talking here, (laughs) and this is the airtight logic (laughs) they had: is they were ready to come kill me over my beliefs. Like, they thought they had the moral high ground. I'm going to kill you because you don't agree with my beliefs. I'm like, yo, that's what I just said. We're like, high five. Welcome to Team Fascist. <laughs> the same people would say that you need to, you know, coexist peacefully with that's everybody. Not realistic. I'm all for this fairy tale land where everyone gets along. Like, I think it would be it's great. So. But it's, it's just gonna gonna not going to happen. We uh, Great. you think we should sell RPGs and belt feds and 7-Elevens in Chicago? I think Fuck there are yeah. better man pads and shoulder fired munitions than uh, RPG. So <laughs> who, who has the next death threat story? Hey, have you uh, used I'll, an I'll AT4? Mine. Huh? Have you used an AT4? Fuck no, I'm the I'm in the fucking Air Force. Do you think I've touched anything other than an M16 or an M4? You're fucking me and crazy. You, me and you need to talk about stuff. Ball By the way, man. I'm gonna go on a little rant here. I work. Air defense. I get to work on some really. I get to do a really, really boring job on some really, really cool shit. To date, the coolest planes on earth. If I had, if I had to call in close air support, I'd want the planes overhead to be a C-130, which is an old fucking airframe. I'd want them to be an A-10 Warthog, which is an old fucking airframe, and I'd want an F-16 Falcon, which is an old fucking airframe. So, so real talk. So yeah, I've gotten, I've gotten death threats. Um, and all of them have come from the fact that where I hint here and there that I'm in the military, like, <laughs> and I'm only in the, like, and I'm only going to say this cause I'm only in the military for the next six months. Like I'm, I'm out homie. I, I've, I've checked my box. I'm done. Not doing this anymore. It's been 10 years. It's been cool. See you later. Don't want to go fight in the Ukraine. Mm. Um, I just want to put that fun. That being said, for the past 10 years, I've helped put B-52s in the air, yeah. which is an old-ass fucking airframe. <laughs> yeah. And I've, helped, and I've helped put fucking uh, Huey helicopters in the air. Another old-fucking airframe. Old-ass fucking airframe. Well, you have the two-blade ones also. Yeah, we still have two-blade Hueys. That's beside the point. Oh, it's such a it's such a great noise. It's, it's so just, fantastic. Could you just picture being in the jungles and all you hear is just there, no, <laughs> like real talk. So, would be so far into you, the dirt. No, you'd hear, you would hear so, 
You'd hear so fortunate for, son first. Damn it. So, so for the Air Force, I, I'll be completely honest. I uh, I work in vehicle maintenance, and I am basically the parts guy at O'Reilly's. I order vehicle parts all day long. Oh, and oh, kind of hot. It, it it's one of those things. I sit here like every time I see a Huey fly over, I'll like pull my phone out and start playing fortunate son. <laughs> and like half the people I work with get the reference. Reference, not very many. Bunch um, of fucking zoomers are ruining our military. You not get the fucking don't, reference. Man. Don't get me started. I, think I, I might go into a fucking rant that might start like well, down. five hours of fucking conversation on what's wrong with our military today. <laughs> oh, I was like that you posted the zoomer edit of me. That was really cool. I keep cutting but... checks so I can't complain too much. I, I, I've done 10 years of this shit. I've put B-52s in the air as a, as a v- vehicle maintenance guy. And it's great. I love watching the buffs go up every day. Even with this Ukraine shit going on, I'm like, yeah, I might get vaporized in three weeks, but this is cool. The really cool thing about the B-52 is the presence it has. Right? We have, we have, really big, and we, have we have our capable long-range bombers by far. But there is something that is ungodly terrifying about seeing B-52s because it's not a plane we're trying to hide from you. We are about to turn no, you. It, we are right about there in your fucking face. We're about to turn you, your neighbors, and everyone's families into a giant piece of fucking glass. And there's not a goddamn thing <laughs> you can do to stop it. I was. I, I'm gonna say I like I drive so my drive into work every day. And I'm not, I don't deal with these things directly. I'm in the kill chain, but I don't deal with them directly. But when I drive to work every day and I drive past the alert pad and I see two, three B- B-52s loaded up with nukes, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> someone, someone could get the dick real quick. Somebody could get fucked over what, real quick. And that's I'd not like, even talking. What I'd like to know like, is if you could ask some of the pilots. If they had to have some some strike some fighters off their wings, what they'd want? F-15s. F-15s? Yeah, I thought so. They want they want fifteens. Um, sixteens are cool as interceptors, from what I've heard. Well, the sixteen uh, they're also they're yeah. also lawn darts, yeah. so <laughs> they don't glide or do anything very well outside of being fast and being like, "Hi, I'm here." Uh, everybody I've ever talked to that's a 52 pilot wants 15s on their wings. Yeah. Well, yeah, 16s are kind of like the Air Force does a big low high thing with F-15s, F-16s. F-15s are high, F-16s are low. F-16s yeah. are for things like I, I've feed, heard. I've had. Uh, I've heard of stuff like one. That. I've heard of one guy that wants a 22 well, on his wing, but that's because you can't see them on radar. But that doesn't. If I was in a B-2, I'd want F-22s. If I was in a B-52, no, but but think about it. You're in a 52. You're super visible on radar. You've got all your outcomes. I kind of want everyone to know. I I was going to say you're a 24 shooter and you're there and you're ready to fuck shit up. And then, you know, you can see the the B-52 on radar, but you can't see his escort. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of cool. I'll give it that. I'll give him that. Um. Granted, my personal view on the issue, uh, bombers are obsolete as much as the B-52 brings to the playing field. And it's it's a cool there will aircraft. Always, there it, will always have to be a long-range 
armor just as a there, deterrent. It, it's it's there as a deterrent, but at the end of the day, it's irrelevant because yeah. I am also stationed at an installation that has ICBMs, and those any of those ICBMs can be anywhere in the world in thirty minutes or less. And at this point, and, the, 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 the technology in ICBMs and some of these munitions with the loiter on target or with the ability to loiter makes bombers with their presence unnecessary. The, the bomber is a flex. The ICBM is the tool we hit you with. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, if Ukraine goes hot and it goes nuclear, which I don't think oh. anyone's dumb enough to do. I don't think anybody's dumb enough to do, and even Russia and us and China signed a memorandum saying, no, we're not going to do this, like, two weeks ago. I don't know if you guys have been following the news. Like I did not say that. Two or three weeks ago, Russia, China, the U.S., plus NATO signed this memorandum that said, yeah, we won't let anything go nuclear. For the viewers at home, um, when, com- when countries start making rules for war, it's because they know it's imminent. Yeah. No, yeah. Just let me have my D214 before the shit kicks off. <laughs> um, I'm just anyway, over here. I'll send you a copy I of I just mine. hope both teams have fun and cut big checks to the defense industry. I'm going to shoot some uh, Russian motherfuckers <laughs> in the vent face at this point. I don't really have any like animosity against these dudes. Like they're the same dude I am at the end of the day, but whatever. At at the end of the day though, like I said, the bomber is a presence thing. The ICBM is the weapon. Mm-hmm. Like my ICBMs can be anywhere in the world, thirty minutes or less. In fact, I, I've seen pictures of one of the, the launch facilities and they have the blast doors. And this blast order is literally painted like the Domino's like logo. And it says anywhere <laughs> in the world, 30 minutes or less, first one's th- free. Like, that's the dark humor you get. Like, the first one is free. We'll be there in 30 minutes. Yeah, I think um, I, I'd probably want an F-16 just because I've sat in them and I know how high up you're sitting. I'm way too tall to be in an F to be an F-16 pilot comfortably because of how high up you sit on the plane. And that's just I feel like you're way too tall to be any pilot comfortably. How tall are you up? How tall am I? Uh, I'm yeah. a cunt hair over six foot two. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, aside for fighter pilots, then you'd be you ain't off. you ain't gonna sit in anything comfortably. No, and I've sat in a couple <laughs> things because of work, and it's it's cool. The, in every F-16 pilot, I've met some guys that have flown just about every fucking airframe that the U.S. military has in its arsenal and they keep coming back to the F-16 with how high up you are in it, the visibility you have on it and just the raw fucking power it has. Right. Like oh, yeah, it's but- just, if you, if you like sports cars, the F-16 is the plane you want. You're up high. And isn't it, it, isn't it designed I'm to be not- slightly unstable? It's, it is. Yeah. And okay. it, the, the, the literal, like the nickname for an F-16 is a lawn dart. Because if you lose your engine, you're fucked. You're nose first into the fucking ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're done. Yeah. Don't lose my, your engine. Pro tip. My my <laughs> honestly, my favorite like modern airframe is the B fifty two. Even to this day, 
Like it's sixty years old and it's still What do you think about does bone? what it needs to do? The the bone? Yeah. Oh my it's a shit airframe. You know how many we've lost since I've been in? Yeah, but they're cool looking, and so that's all that matters. <laughs> they're, cool. they're cool looking, but every other year we get a fucking notification that a bone went down in fucking Montana. <laughs> what the fuck is the bone? B1 the B1. B1. Oh. Uh, it, it, but they're it's so cool the, looking. They're let me looking. put it this way. The bone is a cool aircraft it's supersonic and not subsonic, but it's best. so unreliable, it lost its nuclear rating. So Yo, the bone is not allowed to carry did not nukes. Know that. <laughs> it's not a good sign. In the and event that's... of an emergency, they'd, they'd figure something out. Oh, yeah. The, in the event of an emergency, it'd still carry nukes. In the event of the emergency, we'd strap I... them on B2s. <laughs> well, B2s always been nuked. Capable, which is why we just grab them to that instead of using a B1. And I have to clarify hi, everything I'm saying is publicly Googleable, and I'm not going to get in trouble <laughs> for, for the nice it. gentleman that did my SSBI recently to get back into this. Um, everything I'm saying is publicly available. Please don't get mad at me. I'm not violating exactly. any everything <laughs> I'm saying is publicly available and I'm not going to get in trouble for saying it. Yeah. Like I can, so I think it's I think, you made the B one and then canceled it, dude. And then the Russians copied it. Oh, they copied oh yeah. The, with the fucking, fucking Sue you the blackjack. Sue 57 is a fucking copy of the, uh, of 22. It's a straight I disagree room. fundamentally. Yeah, and quite frankly, it's you're a wrong. Straight fucking room. It's, it's, a it's closer off. to the YF twenty three than it is the F twenty two. No, you you know what that what's that Chinese thing? The what the J20. Um, yeah, the J twenty is a closer rip off to the F twenty two than the the. Hi, the Ethan, love you. No, not the J twenty. You're thinking of the J. Not hey, the J twenty is the one that's the. Uh, Got the canards in the front. Ethan, the DM me tomorrow, okay? No, Love you. J31? Whatever. The, 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 what? I think it's the, the J31 looks a lot more like the F22, and it's actually the, closer to being an F35. The Look at the picture of the bone a line of coke off the tarmac. <laughs> <laughs> we'll post that one tomorrow, or when this thing drops. <laughs> By the way, a wild Gorgeous. <laughs> How autistic would you get with mineral dick on reloading? Oh, I, we could go into it. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh, I'm drinking the high west. How did we west. even get to this? Weren't we on death threats? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we were on death threats, and I started talking about the, uh, the death threats about I've planes. gotten just for being in the Air Force. Then I brought up planes. Back to, back to questions. Well, real quick, back to that. The the FC-31 is what it is. It's either FC-31, J-31, or J-31. I don't think the F-22 would is... be a viable, would still be in service if Su-57 and the Jap the Chinese plane were available. Oh, uh, what do you mean? I uh, just, I hate the F-35 just because of, you know what, I'm not going to talk about why I hate it. You can connect the dots. It's because you can, they were so set on having a VTOL that it brought the whole fucking program down. Yeah. That, I was going to say, that's what killed F-35. Well, it's uh, you, easy I'm to gonna, look at the shortcomings of it, but it's still a 
super capable airframe just, from what I've seen. Yeah, it is. It, 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 you know what? It's, it. it's such I've a waste seen of money. So much though. bullshit. And they I can't just made talk, a regular fucking talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. The F-35 had a lot of promising features very early on. Government did what the government that does. That never came to light. Yep. Well, uh, so we'll leave it the F-35 is gay and cringe. So, yes. so real talk. The F-35 was a great thing on paper. Like, it's this great aircraft. If everything that had ever come like about it had like come to light would have been fantastic and would have been the best fifth generation fighter ever. The problem is, is it was such overbloated and such promise that they couldn't bring the technology to the point where the fucking F-15 Stealth Eagle can out-fucking maneuver and kill it. Hey, you want to talk about how They're, bad the F-35 F- is? They decide the US I, I'm going to go... The government, the F-15 I'm going to go into it. The X. <laughs> the X came out because the F-35 was a piece of shit. Can, can we talk about how the what? fucking Australian Air Force took on a fucking fleet of F-35s with F-18s and killed them all with minimal losses with a fucking F-18? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It all depends about how you take the engagement with it uh, if you're yeah, focusing but, on the, BVR. The, but the thing is, this, now, right? the F-18 was supposed to be, or the F-35 is supposed to be the super, like, fifth-generation fighter, can't pick up on radar, like, awesome fucking air superiority thing. And the Australian fucking Air Force with their F-18s goes, haha, we killed them all. I don't think it was meant for air superior, though. It was meant to be kind of an... Now, I, I disagree with the idea it that was, this is it a was good idea. It was supposed to do everything. It was meant to be decent at air it was, it was supposed to do speed. everything. It was supposed to be an air superiority vehicle. So it was supposed to replace the A-10, the F-16, and the F-15. Okay, I'm going to say... That's why it failed. F-35 is what happens when Big Lockheed takes hold of a Skunk Works project and completely fucks it up the ass. <laughs> I'm done. Yes. I can't talk about yeah, it. Anymore. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Replacement for the Harrier. He's going to lose his security clearance. Yeah, if he keeps yeah Walt, Walt knows more than he's willing <laughs> to admit. Job. I'm going to get another drink. But let's get back to questions, gentlemen. Yes, let's get back to questions. Oh, and of course, the next one is directed at. Uh, well, I guess Wap. it's directed at all of us, but it has to do with Wap. Would you rather look at Wap's balls every day? Or have to carry uh it's cut off. Why didn't you just <laughs> nice. Jimenez for the rest of your oh, life? Wait, 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 what am I carrying? A Jimenez. I think uh gosh. I'd rather look at I'm already looking at Wops balls we, like we every do other see day. Wops balls like sometimes multiple times a day. I'm I'm taking Waff's balls. Fuck the Jimenez. It'll get me killed in the streets. What's going on? Yeah, killed in the streets. What about taking my balls? Uh, the question asked. The question asked was, would you rather look at Waff's balls every day or have to carry a Jimenez forever? Yeah, my balls look good. Obviously, yeah, I'm taking the your, balls. We see your balls like every uh, day, anyway. Yeah, so. yeah we, <laughs> I've been told my balls look good, so I don't understand what the issue is. Like, I don't think people realize this. There's uh, I keep myself very well groomed down. I'm bald from the uh, deck down. So I keep everything nice and well trimmed up and 
pretty much bald everywhere. So I think my balls look nice. Um, I mean, um, I don't think it's... I look at my balls every day. You do look at your balls every day. I was going to say, they're I part do. of you. You're looking at them every day. No, I mean, way. I look at them and I'm like, yeah. Thank you, God. You gave me a nice set of balls. You're giving me a bit more cock, but we'll talk about that when we meet. <laughs> I had a fucking nightmare a couple of days ago. Dude, I just my balls twisted like it's fucking... forges. <laughs> forges, you're here, right? Um, yeah. Who was it? Just talking. Who was it that bought the old Forester? Uh, I mean, I have. I think five, five, six got it, it too. Is it Slickside that bought the Old Forester 1920? Because I just poured myself a much too large glass of it. Um, and I did, and I went through it all in one night. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, it's so yeah. fucking good. It is. If, what is if this? Everyone, everyone wants to talk about... So we, I'm a bourbon nerd. I'll be honest okay. about this. Um, old. I've tried some really good bourbons. I've had pours of uh, Pappy 15 and 23... Uh, every BTAC collection I've had a pour of, which the BTAC, I can't remember off the top of my head, but the one I wanted to try was George T. Stagg. Uh, uh, bottles of Blanton's, some Booker's, some Stagg Jr., like really high-end bottles. Um, in Old Forester 1920, uh, it's like 60 bucks a bottle, which it was like, I wouldn't pay over $30 for a bottle of liquor. Well, guess what? You sound poor and your shit's nasty. Um, Stop being old forester. Only five distilleries. Old forester. There's only five distilleries. (laughs) 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 Old forester. (laughs) Nineteen twenty is available everywhere. It's got a consistent MSRP of sixty dollars, and it kicks the absolute shit out of bottles that cost two and three times as much. Like, if you want a good bourbon. I'd go buy Old Forester 1920, which is 115 proof. So if you're new to liquor, I wouldn't recommend it. I'd get the Old Forester 1910. But if you know you like liquor and you want a good bourbon, Old Forester 1920 is by far the best one you can buy for the money. So that's my fucking pro tip of the night. I'll keep that in mind. I've been messing around with, uh, well, let me say this. I haven't really messed around with liquor all that much. I've tried some stuff here and there, but I've seems like I'm start. I've been leaning towards rum here lately, but that's about yeah. it. Too sweet for me. You trying to be a pirate? Yeah. I, no, I'm Cuban. Let me see your peg leg there, bub. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's the next? What do we got next? What's better, AR or AK? And why is it? Situation. Uh, disagree with the premise of the question. Yeah, I disagree with this a lot. I think there's a time and place for all of them. 762 by 39 absolutely Agreed. fucking rapes out of a short barrel, and it's great in the AK design. Is inherently good in cold weather environments. Um, and it's. I was gonna say 762 39 makes 300 blackout look like a bitch. It's awesome suppressed. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, in my night in my current environment. In my current environment, where it's warm and the ranges are relatively extended, I'd want an AR, which is why I chose it. Um, I think there are better 762 by 39 rifles than the AK-47. Um, I think Robinson Armaments, the XCR, absolutely rapes. Mm-hmm. 
And I think the quick uh, change. Stepping out for a moment, I'll be right back. I think the quick change barrel capability I... makes it really stellar. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know, man. We are we are ignoring. If if we're talking seven six two thirty nine, we're ignoring the master race, which is five forty five by thirty nine, which is Poison a bullet. barrel length blind. Like I can put five four five in an eight inch barrel, and it doesn't give a fuck, and it still does <laughs> the same damage as a sixteen inch barrel in an effective combat range. Um, like I'll say this: if you're going, the to, shooter will. Yeah, Shooter is a bigger liability than the rifle. A good mm -hmm. AR, get a Agreed. good AK, and train the fuck out with it. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people really want to get into AKs. They just don't want to pay the AK price right now. Um, that is that is the truth right that, there. That's the yeah. thing is people but have it in their head that the AK is a cheaper alternative to the AR-15. And um, it's not anymore. So. At one point it was, but it's not anymore. But... The the um, day of the the day yeah. of the four hundred and fifty dollar Wasser is gone. Oh, keep yeah, looking. Like, that doesn't exist. Stop waiting for it to get cheaper. Um, and it's but, never going to get cheaper because the AK, because of the way it's made, because of the way it's manufactured, is is now going to always be more expensive. If you think a gun company it, is going to fucking turn down their price all of a sudden, you're fucking high. You are like it, uh, do you think yeah, granted, like uh, it's, is catching up. If you look at Kalashnikov USA, what they're doing, they're bringing out all sorts of stuff in the next two years. Yeah, but we've been waiting on Kusa to fucking release shit for years, and, I mean, and it's coming now. Like yeah, we're finally seeing the 100 coming. series stuff. Yeah, and that's that's I what we've all been waiting for, right? We've been waiting for the 100 series. We've been waiting for the 74 M's. And it's coming finally, but it's coming too late. It's coming on the heels of an ammo ban where we're not going to get cheap 545 and cheap 762 anymore. There's so now it's starting to not make it, naked. It, it, the answer is alcohol. Two drinks in and the shirts come off. Like two more away from losing the pants. Damn, baby. Come over here. Mm. What the hell? I just walked back into um, getting naked. <laughs> but um, back on subject. Right? Uh, I'm getting a KR-103 from Kusa, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be a great gun. Are you getting it? The, mm -hmm. the thing is... Um, here in the next few weeks, I'm waiting on my dealer to get the side-folding ones out. I mean, look look at me. I'm buying a, I'm buying a custom Lee Armory AK-74 off a buddy of mine. <clears throat> and is it running? It, yeah, it's running. Running. It's going to run well. Oh yeah, it, I've shot it. It runs great. It runs great suppressed because I've shot it suppressed too. But the thing is, is as much as I like five four five, like that's not the caliber to be investing in right now. No. With the ammo bands and everything else, I wouldn't touch five four five with a ten foot stick. As good as the caliber caliber as it is, because it's gonna get expensive quick. Gonna, gonna be... I bought I bought I bought an AK seventy four clone in thirteen or fourteen, and at the time I bought was, the uh, gun I was in high with ten mag. 
Jesus Christ, stop dating me. <laughs> You're old. What year, what year was this? I think I was in middle school. might have been in middle school. I bought this. School. <laughs> so I bought, it, it's a Century 74 Sporter. Mm. I bought it in 13 or 14. Mm. It was shortly after I came in the military. Mm. And I bought came the, in the military. With, Sorry. I, I, I bought the gun with 10 magazines and 1,080 rounds of 7 and 6 ammo for like 600 bucks. Fuck me. What a bargain. And like looking now, the fucking can of a 7 and 6 545 ammo that I have that I've never fucking opened is now worth more than the fucking gun. Jesus. Damn it, boy. So, 545, as good as a caliber as it is, and as much as I want to simp for it as it is, I don't recommend anybody gets into it. And at this point, I, the, the past few weeks, a couple of people have asked me about AKs and what should I get, and I tell them, Sam 5. Get an arsenal Sam 5 and 556 yeah. and call it good. I think a Zastava M90 is a little better. A, a, a Zastava M90 is good. Uh, my personal first choice for an AK and 5.56 is the Polish Barils. Yeah. So those are, if you can, I, have, I uh, saw a Radom pistol. A lot more. Are those any good? Yeah, those are good. If you can get any of the Polish stuff, uh, the Radoms, the Barils. Dude, I had the cash in those. hand, but I didn't know what I was looking at. I doubt it's still there. Those uh, triangle pistol braces are fucking sick. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it, the, it, if you can get your hands, and I will simp for the Polish guns all day. Like, that is my favorite variant of AK. The um, Polish military is the, fucking based. The, yeah, are. well, Grom is a based unit to start with. They're still wearing their World War II fucking resistance patch. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> That being said, the, the only, in my eyes personally, the only acceptable 5.56 AKs are the Bulgarian SAM series and the Polish Barils. I think those Bulgarian. are the only two acceptable AKs in 5.56 in the market. They are the only two that seem to run well. Um, the downside to a 5.56 AK at the end of the day is there's no standardization as there is with 5.45 or 7.62. Um, so good luck with magazines because they're all fucking different. Um, the Arsenal, they've just gone up so much. I can't, I can't recommend them anymore based off of what you get. Yes, they're really, really good, but that's if you can get a deal, if you can get them at MSRP or less. They are still a good choice. Mm-hmm. That being said, I would not pay over MSRP for it. No. Um, especially with, you know, KUSA. We, you, we were talking about KUSA. Uh, uh, they just, they just, they just announced their 100 series gun, the 101, that they're kind of stuff. They're also bringing out a, uh, 70, AKS 74L. Yep. If those guns come to market at a decent, decent price, they're good to go. And uh, PSA um, is, you know, racing to get their AKs. Like, they are. The reason I don't recommend PSA is because we've seen that quality control issue. 
Yeah, or PSA. Um, going to be PSA. And, and this is talking shot show stuff, all right? So we saw PSA is bringing the AK100 series as well. It's the same reason I haven't been recommending people hold out for like PSA, Harrington and Richardson M16A1s. It sounds good on paper, but PSA can't even get fucking AR-15s on paper correctly. Do you really expect them to get their retro M16A1 on, on like, correct? Or, to go even farther, they were talking about M14s and M1Garens. Do you really expect them to be able to build a good M14 or M1Garen when they can't build a good AR-15? No. We're talking about Fulton. Um, <clears throat> no, we're talking about PSA because they bought Harrington and Richardson, and they're talking about spinning up to tool not only a Harrington Richardson M16A1 clone, but also M14s and M1 Garands. That sounds disgusting. Imagine a fucking PSA M14. <laughs> what a piece of shit that would be. <laughs> Literally and everything about this you... weapon sounds like shit. I didn't think I didn't think it was possible to make the M14 worse, but <laughs> it, uh, I'll I'll simp for the M14 because I do like the gun as a like not as a serious use gun, but like take to the range and shoot targets with kind of gun. Like on the KD, cool, but not good. Uh, I was going to say, on the KD range, the no distance range where I'm shooting and I'm not shooting fucking combatants, it, out of the, all the 762 battle rifles, that's what I enjoy the most because it's the, the most shootable out of the 762 guns. That being said, if I've got to go to war with a 762 battle rifle, give me a motherfucking G3. Fuck the FAL. <laughs> I want a G3. I agree I'll with you with a happy bias. Okay, now what? Okay, now what? I already fucked it. What do I do now? Get rid of Buy it. Buy a G3. Throw the baby in the dumpster. <laughs> the FAL is the biggest piece of ever. You it's not a good combat gun. The FAL is, it might have been the right arm of NATO through the Cold War, but realistically, between the, the FAL and the G3, the G3 edges out the FAL in my book because it's so much more simple. Agreed. I put, ma I put magazine and gun, I slap charging handle, gun runs. Mm -hmm. I don't have to fuck with a gas system. I don't have to worry about sand. It's the AK of NATO through the Cold War. And oh, we've, seen, we've seen this ergonomics. going forward. The ergonomics are the downside, but we've seen it going forward. Which guns survived? Out of all the 762 battle rifles, which is the one that seems to prevail and keep going? G3. It's the G3. Well, yeah, you still see UN peacekeeping. With G3s, and you see yeah. them with spur stocks and spur handguards or Knight's Armament handguards. <laughs> the the G3 is this modular system that kept going through the years and was more adaptable than the FAL was. And we still see the FAL out in the wild, mainly in Africa with gamekeepers and stuff. But at the end of the day, when it comes to serious combat forces that still use the G3, you're talking Sweden with the AK-4 
C and D, you're talking Norway, you're talking, you know, Estonia, these these forces that are on the precipice with Russia right now that are still willing to put the G3 in the service because it's adaptable to the situation, whereas the FAL has fallen out of favor because it's so hard to adapt. Let me ask you this. Do you think we'd ever see a G3A1? Some some kind of change is fundamental enough to give it a different designation. I mean, we kind of have. I mean, you look at Sweden with the AK-4C and the AK-4D. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're right. So if you I look mean, at you... M16s as well, there haven't really been many changes from the A1 to the A2. Like, what, what did they change from the A1 to the A2? They changed how long the stock is, which is a negligible change. The handguard, different color plastic. They made the barrel thicker and they gave it different sights. What, Forges? Yeah, the sights and the shell deflector, that's pretty much it. The sights, the shell deflector, and the barrel profile is all they really changed. They've changed way more than that on the G3s, and they haven't really changed designation. And and this is where I get to talk, because I'm an M16 guy. You you guys have seen my M16 lineage collection that I have. Yes. It's so nice. I also saw your PL350. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. We'll go into that later. If you really want to go into that, I will get blocked by Mod Light off this podcast alone. Um, through my M16 collection, through my clones, because I'm gay like that and I do clones, um, there's not much that changes from Colt 601 to m16a4 like realistically there's not you m16a2 you get the different barrel profile you get the burton bump you get the the target sites uh and from there it doesn't change much you get the flat top with the a3 and the a4 you get the knight's armor and five brass which rip has been discontinued at this point um realistically the m16 doesn't change much the g3 changes much and doesn't get a different designation in popular parlance at least uh the g3 in like swedish parlances gets a lot of different designations because it goes through this iteration lithuania we kind of see the same thing all the company all the countries that adopted the g3 we see a progression of the g3 uh, the biggest ones being the Norwegians and the Swedish. Um, we've, we've seen the Estonians at this point. The G3s are still kind of hanging back, uh, but the Estonians are adopting LMT rifles, which are I can nerd out about for hours because they have this really cool round counter thing in the pistol grip and all that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just just like general. I gotta Hi, stop clicking when it says unknown.jpg. Hi, Ping is here to, to nerd out and be the, the serious part of the podcast. Unknown hiatus for the last five episodes. Yeah, and I haven't been here for a while, so hi guys, I missed y'all. Um, <laughs> but, but real talk, there, there's this cool progression. Uh, that you don't see in the FAL. And I, I say that knowing that like DS Arms at SHOT Show this year showed their their FAL sniper rifle, which is a $5,000 rifle. That's cool. It's got free float and all that. But the, the FAL does not adapt 
as a battle rifle in 2022 as well as the G3 does. And it never will because of the modularity and everything else. I thought exactly. I'm, I'm off my soapbox. So anybody feel free to chime in because now I'm just on a soapbox Whoa, and ranting uh, and raving. I want to get a set man kit because I'm poor for a G3 right now. Hey, I think that's a question. What's the next, what's the I next think question? that was a question. Uh, I don't know where we were at. Uh, why is Ethan gay? He's not. <laughs> Ethan is a family man. He, he has a wife and a daughter. I, a I was told he was bisexual. I mean, it's 2022. We can't judge people. For yes, that I can, days. and I will continue to. Fuck you. We need to get Miss Ethan, Mrs. Ethan, on here and have her discuss this. Ethan's bisexual. I mean, Mrs. Ping is here too. I mean, she can discuss it too. Is Ethan bisexual? I was. We were going to discuss Ethan's bisexuality. Wait, what? Oh, well, if we're going to do that, then we need uh, Mrs. Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> or Mr. Ethan, depending on what he's told us. Um, yeah. hey. LGBT, LGB are all the letters. Remember oh, that. I fuck with BLT sandwiches. I ain't even going to lie. The, the, next, the next question is uh, definitely for... Five five six. So he needs to read that. Um, what is the next question? Just... <laughs> it's it's for you, buddy. You, I wait. Where do I go to see? Are me? we are we looking at the one Fudlore asked or the one that Bradley asked? <laughs> wait, what? Bra- what Bradley asked? How big of a retard is Missouri Gunrunner? No comment. Uh, huge, <laughs> astronomically big. <laughs> I don't even know this dude. You're lucky. Um, uh, where's the where the where's the questions? Correct. They're in the gaming server or the cloning <laughs> yeah. correct server. We have like three. He doesn't servers. want to lose the general chat. He doesn't want to stop looking. Um. Okay. It's pretty Wait. interesting. Okay. Q and A. All right. Are we still on the first page? Second. Uh, we're actually on the third. Uh, picture. Yeah, the third one. Third page. At the very Where's top, you asked, "Why is Ethan gay?" Oh so, yeah, somebody, yeah. Right. Fantastic somebody asked that. I don't know. <laughs> why, why, um, why is five five six a certified fact? Whoa, that's a word that's going to have to get bleeped. Someone break down the time on that. I just no, we don't have to bleep that word here. I, I I will say he is a certified member of the Film Actors Guild because he dead ass loves AKs and for real for real sheesh. No cap for real. No cap for real. I'm gonna quote five five six here. I think he voted on a poll one time that said I like Mlock and sex with men. <laughs> <laughs> He did. Oh, man. He responded to that. I remember it. As someone has, as... someone uh, screenshotted it too. Wonder who would do that? Oh, uh, can we? Uh, I got the the next question's pretty good what? too. Uh, worst beer and why is it Rolling Rocks? Seriously, bro. <laughs> I've never had Rolling Rocks, so I can't judge here. No, uh, it's I a can't. reference to a good friend. Great shit posting. <laughs> And his him losing his pack of cigarettes, needing his fucking who the fuck are my cigarettes? Cigarettes. I remember that. Oh, that was a beautiful moment. 
<laughs> I remember we're talking, that. We're talking. We're we're having like a really big like episode, serious <laughs> conversation. Real talk. I think that episode was the last episode I was on before tonight. It was. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I think you're correct. Oh man. Uh, uh, Ping, Ping has been missing for a while, and Ping is back. Uh, Rolling Rock is what you drink if you're a coal miner and your wife doesn't have dinner on the table when you get home. No. Just you beat the shit out of her. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, people that, <laughs> it's implied. People that drink Rolling Rock haven't had consensual sex in years. My <laughs> choice. Can we tackle the myth of consent? This no, 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 no. We're not doing that. <laughs> Let's not say we okay, did. Well, uh, <laughs> the silence. Moving on. <laughs> Ping, please help. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what am I helping with? Get us away from this. <laughs> Run. Next question. Uh, Let's talk about the M1 and the M14, the development, and why they both suck. <laughs> the Industrial Revolution is called. <laughs> I, I, dude, I kid you not. That picture that I posted of my UPS tracking link was from like sending it in group chats. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on to the next question. Why does 7.7 sound so gay and dumb? Because he sucks dick. <laughs> yeah, he Damn. should just absolutely just... It's <laughs> <tap> it. <laughs> He gives that gop gop 9,000. <laughs> Moving on. He still couldn't get him the shot. Uh, the, next, the next one is... Oh, that's a repeat. We already asked that one. Uh, should I... Should I zen it fuck yes. my AK? Sure. Yes. It looks cool. It's always Yes. <laughs> Okay, oh next. <laughs> the answer is yes. Next question. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to the next one. What is a recce? Uh, a I think recce. it's I think it's a candy bar, right? No, that's oh, a, yeah. that's a that's a Reese's. A recce oh. is a, a breed of raccoon. Oh, so okay. I, I no, I've heard a recce is a candy bar that has peanut butter and caramel in it. It's got caramel in it. Yeah, it's got caramel. Car- caramel or caramel? No, that's a what's a McCall. Do you guys say? No, I, I'm a northerner, so it's caramel, not caramel. caramel. If you say car, if you say caramel, uh, just uh, I'm gonna make fun of you. No, I can't say that on here. No, I'll way. fucking put you in a shallow grave. I don't care if I can say that or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about this? Pecans or pecans? It's pecans. Pecans. Um, pecans. I say pecans. How about like Crick or Creek? Creek. And what? Creek. Creek. Uh, I'm going to go down. Ask the next one. What, about, what do you guys say? Raccoon like, uh, or raccoon? A raccoon. It's, it's a creek unless you're trying to sound uh, intelligent. To, to be fair, you can ask me this question all day long, and yet I'm the most Midwestern fuck out of all of you, and I say ope unironically. So Have you ever I'm had a doomed trip? to fail this question, Eric. Have you ever had a triple ope? I've had a triple ope. Midwest, go- Midwest goodbyes are a thing. And I like had one of those this today. Whole- this whole slap your knee and go, well, I'm out of here, and then six later or six hours you later, you're still there. Yep. That is, that's, that's a, a thing. Video. 
from like a public channel. It's called the long Minnesota goodbye. Yeah. Have I've seen, seen it. That? I've seen it. It's real. It happened. <laughs> like we, 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 we went to our friend's house for, for Thanksgiving and like no shit we sit, I, I was sitting there i'm like well it's time to go and slap my knee and get ready to go and be like oh no here here's another conversation two hours later you're still here like that's yeah. that's a thing it's real for, well, you deal not, with it. for people not in the midwest it's the same as uh when your mom runs into a friend at the grocery store yes pretty that's much that's yeah that's, that's right that's a good way to put it yeah. And, the, the, and the way that the Charlie Barons puts it, you live in the ranch or live in the land of ranch and walleye and you're not leaving anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> That's a oh, good you video. betcha. Oh, you betcha. You betcha, bud. Yeah, you betcha. <laughs> Has I, anyone I, had... I, didn't, didn't somebody say that like somebody legitimately asked if I was from Canada at some point? I'm so sorry. Yeah, he said <laughs> South Canada. I'm sorry. Well, you don't have to do this. Oh, my word. Go get my bag. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't look at the general chat. <laughs> oh, boy. Look at the don't eye with it. <laughs> Who wants a fettuccine? That's a pasta, re- that's a pasta <laughs> recipe I haven't seen in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm glad that's not a gift. <laughs> Hang on, here comes my reply. Next next question. Next so question. Gosh. Losing the pants, boys. Moving on. Uh, here comes Ethan to ring it back in. Oh, uh, I hope so. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, we can't give context yeah, like, of this yeah. on Instagram. So I just said, all right, like, as, I'll do the next, next question. Next so question. Set, so, so can set me build anyone? Yes. yes. I ordered Let a me. parts kit from Apex because of admin. Y'all should. And then it's oh. cut off. I think. Uh, I, think I thought about it. I really want a set me L and not a set me C. I'd rather do a so. set me L as well. Y'all are breaking my heart because I have a set me C and I love it. Fuck you. Well, honestly, G3, be real. Yeah, I don't have the money to spend for that. And when I did buy it, it was $480. You're fine. I have an HK appetite with a Century Arms budget right now. Yeah. That's why you buy PTR. Mm. Uh, nowadays, though, PTR's but, uh, quality is dropping from what I hear. Oh, fuck it. You get, you get the warranty with it. I bought a fucking PTR. Uh, was it their fucking MP5 cologne? I bought one of those. Yeah, just 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 buy it. If the warranty's good, fuck it. Just send it. I wouldn't I wouldn't do it because their quality's gone downhill. Yeah, <sighs> let's let's I, I hate PTR personally. Yeah, no, I, I'd rather stick with my G with my set me and just weld a paddle Mac release onto it. <laughs> to to be fair, I bought my PTR nine CT and SBR'd it. Like I, I I've committed myself to this bitch. It's got a two hundred dollar tax stamp on it. Um, 
You I did buy it. a pretty normal tax. Yeah. But I'm pissed. Well, Ping's regular range is a law enforcement range. That's what what happens when your wife works for the state of North Dakota. You get free access to the law enforcement range, but your P's and Q's better be fucking so crossed. Who wants... All right. How many times have they asked to see your stamp then? Once. So how often? Okay. Wait, you already told how that story. This yeah. That's, that's a couple episodes how back. How much did this night force? All of them. No, with the turrets on or the turrets, oh, the turrets off? don't come off, retard. Exposed turrets. <laughs> I mean, did the turret, are there no. turret caps? Are you lubing it, or are you not lubing it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it an old spit. <laughs> well, if you spit on it first, you should be able to fit the whole thing. Like, that's just the rule, right? <laughs> nope. Yeah. I wish <laughs> spit is lube, right? Like that—that's the All goal right. here. I'd rather have a set mail and then mod it so it can take P mags. Oh, I'd rather. I'd rather buy. It. I think you just. Realistically, rather... realistically though, doesn't a set mail take Gen two P mags? Okay. I think, like, if if it doesn't have the over insertion stop on the Gen three, it should the, work. Uh, the drum will fix that right up for you. Nice. Yeah, the, it will. The link I dropped in uh, in general, uh, that one does take uh, standard uh, GI mags, and possibly. Is that the that, that's the Maclemore? So I've I've messed with the Maclemore uh, <coughs> set me out, and they're great. Maclemore, they're like they're, the real talk. They're made uh, in the wonderful city of uh, Richmond, Indiana. No, real talk. If you can get your hands on one, they've got a welded picketing topper rail. Mm-hmm. They're great guns. They I've, I've seen a couple of them around. I've messed with a couple of them. They're great. They look, the quality's they there. Snazzy. And it's not like a part skip build because the the set me L's are infamous for not having good recoil springs and not functioning correctly. Um, and Maclemar gets behind them and that you have that warranty and they do it right. Um, so yeah, if you're, if you're going to go set me L and you want a factory gun and you don't want to do the whole, I built it myself and I'm awesome. Build route, not bought. Um, that's the <laughs> way to go. <laughs> Build not bought. <laughs> Price um, and, lower well, and, and that's a legitimate built not bought thing. Like if you go down that well, that road, like that's legitimately built, not bought, because you're on, welding that bitch. On, uh, well, yeah. Um, I was talking about ARs. Like on like serious guns, I'll. Uh, well, I mean, you've seen the Mark 18 upper I did. <laughs> you've seen my Mach 18 that used well, no, to be the fucking profile I, picture. I drink a few. Can we bring that back? I don't know. That's up to other people if they want to bring it back. I'll take a sexy ass picture of it again. Mm. <sighs> what? <clears throat> Well, put some lingerie to... on it. We'll call it good. <laughs> honey, honey, I'm going to oh, the top I, drawer. Don't ask we gonna, questions. Never mind. I thought we were going to name a brand real quick. And I was about to. Do... Never mind. Anyway, can move on, please. Please. <laughs> uh, next so question. Much, so uh, no, we'll talk about that later. 
Oh, just real quick, just to answer that guy's question. If he's going to build a set me C, do the extra work, weld on the paddle mac release, weld on a fucking pick rail. And if they really want to, weld on the uh, the shell deflector, because it slings shells like 30 fucking feet. Just sick. <laughs> so fucking... It's, it's really, it's, it's really fun. Yeah, it's really fun, but it does piss off people. Like go, at the same time, if, if you're gonna build this gun, <laughs> do not expect to reload any of the brass. It's ruined. Yeah. yeah, as soon as it comes out of the chamber, it's fucking ruined. Yeah, it's fluted as fuck. <laughs> one time, I I used my set me with iron sights at a like zero or a one to three hundred yard or two to three hundred yard. Uh, uh, the fucking. I can't remember what the match is called. It's the one that you shoot with like M16s and M14s at the big circle targets. Uh, the guy that was to the right of me did noticeably worse because every time I fired, my shell hit him directly in the face. <laughs> For all like 60 rounds of the match, That's every awesome. single one hit him. The That's poor guy. Great. Also, speaking speaking of sights, well, just go ahead and weld on a, an actual G3 sight because the ones for this uh, set me are kind of garbage. Realistically, just weld on a fucking pick yeah. rail. Well, I, yeah, I said that too, but yeah. Pick Realistically, rail, just buy one sure. that somebody already put together. Yeah, in today's market, that's a great way. That too. Realistically, save you, save you the headache. Do whatever the fuck oh, you want, man. Make your four. gun look cool. Yeah, that's true. Have that's the Giga Chad well, If you want to talk about making your, your rifle cool, how about that last stand bullet holder? I, you know, <laughs> oh, God. I came from fucking... The PRS and the sniper community, and whoever came up with that idea is retarded. <laughs> Bro, no. Can we talk about where that really came from? Was is this rumor that you know U.S. military bases on the flag on base have this last stand kit in the base of the flag, where there's a there's an M9, a bullet, and a, a can with a lighter, so you can pull the flag down, burn it, and then shoot yourself in the face, so you know. The flag doesn't th- get disgraced. <laughs> so that's obviously not real, but if it was real, can you imagine Congress trying to get funding for that? No, like this is something like my first day on on Minot Air Force Base. This is something that I heard. I like heard legitimately, you go to the base of the flag and there's a pistol with a bullet, and it's only one fucking bullet, and there's like a can and a lighter. So you can pull the flag down, burn the flag, and just like dispose of it properly. See, see and I heard yourself in the head. I heard that there's a a pin in the base that you pull, and the flagpole falls over, and where it lands, that's where it's buried. You have to dig it up. <laughs> see, I didn't hear that fall. I hear that part. I heard it's in the base of the flagpole. I'm about to go to bed, guys. Like, Love you, you mean you it. Walk out. Love what you, you mean it. Going well. I wop. Bye wop. But real talk, where I heard it is that it's like there's a brick in the base of the flagpole that you can pull out, and it's got this whole kit in it mm-hmm. that you burn the flag and then you shoot yourself when you're done with it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like an incentive for me to get shot in the face. I could totally see an 18, 19 year old falling for that. Oh, well, it, it's 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 a legitimate thing. Like if you search this on Google, it comes up as like being a real thing. Jamie, go ahead and look that up. Jamie, pull that up for us. All right, next question. Next question. <laughs> uh, anyone had a rifle explode in their hands? Yes. No. Oh. 
Damn no. it. Yes, no, I have. One time I was drinking uh, Pepsi and uh, the Pepsi exploded in my hands. Oh, shut up. Who wants <laughs> to hear the first? Who, who wants to hear the story about my first AR-15? Oh, no. Was it an Anderson? No. Wait, wait, wait. Can we all can we all take guesses as to what brand it is? I still have the upper, and the upper runs fantastically. Wait, what? It blew up. It was the lower that went. Was it a polymer? Yes. It was an ATI. So, I'll I'll go ahead and tell you. So, I joined the Air Force in 2012. Sandy Hook happened shortly after I joined the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Everybody did a run on AR-15s. Yep. Ping decided that he needed an AR-15 because everybody had one, right? So Ping bought a Model One sales kit, um, 16-inch heavy barrel rifle kit, because that was the cool thing in 2012. And then I fucked it with the entire Magpul MOE catalog. <laughs> this gun still exists, by the way. At the time, A1, or not even A1C, Airman Basic Rate uh, had had the funds for a ATI Omni Polymer Lower. Oh, oh. Not, not oh, the boy. hybrid. Not the hybrid lower. The original polymer lower that was all polymer with no reinforcement. Bought the lower, put it all together while I was home on Christmas Exodus. Got all excited, and I had bought a case of like a thousand rounds of ammo plus another five hundred. So I had like fifteen hundred rounds of M one ninety three ball. This is back in the days when we could afford to mag dump in the trash. I still do. You still can. Yeah. Just stop being poor. Uh, I still do. <laughs> like this is when I could buy a thousand rounds of ammo at a at a reasonable price. Um. So I get all excited and I'm like, yeah, I got my AR-15 and I put it together on this ATMI or ATI uh, hybrid poly blower, whatever it's bullshit. Um, and I got through 120 rounds and the polymer lower broke at the takedown pin <laughs> and I ate buffer spring and buffer to the face. Ouch. <laughs> and... <laughs> And it gets better, so I'm under 21 at the time, and I'm pissed off, and I'm ranting and raving, and, you know, my parents are like, oh, we'll fix it, no big problem. So my parents go and buy, this is the best part, it's a Model 1 sales kit upper, and we all know, like, what budget brand Model 1 is. They go and buy, like, I bitch, and I say, I want a fucking aluminum lower. And I end up with a fucking Seekins Precision forged lower to go on this Model 1 sales upper kit. I, I still have this gun. Like, it's it's sitting in the safe right now. I could go you, grab it if I wanted to. Those, like, old ATI polymer lowers should not be, like, legal. Those things... They're, no, I've seen dangerous. more pictures of broken ones than non-broken ones. Oh, they're they're dangerous. Even 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 the new like ATM ATI Omni hybrids that have like the metal reinforcements. That shit shouldn't be on the market, man. It's still gonna blow up in your face. 
Yeah. Even the regular API oh standard controllers are trash. Sergeant, are you in a fucking wind tunnel? Yeah. She gets oh, about five. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. That was almost as bad as when your uh, fire extinguisher blew up. Podcast <laughs> 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 uh, lore. Uh, let's go. Lore. <laughs> What what do we got next? Oh. Um, I was just gonna add a quick rebuttal to that AKAR plus like building. If you ever oh, see you're only forty five minutes late. Yeah. If you, <laughs> if you ever see a company called Coal Arms, do not buy from them. They make they make uh, uh, what is it? They make like movie props apparently, and they use cast aluminum, and they don't heat treat their stuff. Um, and the bolt is cast aluminum. Yeah, so you're gonna shear a bolt, and that's gonna go into your eye when you're firing. Nice. Sounds like a great time. Yeah. So don't buy from Coal Arms because that is literally a bomb. Yeah. Be a man. <laughs> Take okay. a bolt to the face. Um, be a man. Rant over. <laughs> All right. Here's a great question. Why is Mark Larue such an insufferable dog cunt? Um, one He's shot. a fucking Oops. boomer. Fuck. <laughs> one shot group or what is it that he does three, three shot, shot groups three shot groups no so so real talk like and this is ping being reasonable larue makes great products real talk the mb2s triggers are fantastic for the price they they rival geisley ssa ssas at like half the price he makes a wonderful upper. The OBR is a great gun. It's combat proven. It's been there. It's done that. It's great. But the only reason that Mark LaRue is an insufferable cunt is because he is a boomer and he boomer posts like a motherfucker. End of rant. Like the time that he shot that flower to see the pollen oh, come out of it. God. If LaRue's marketing team could keep Mark off of Instagram, <laughs> they would be light years ahead and probably be considered the same as Knight's Armament. Could you uh, imagine if they just did it like that bit from the office, creedthoughts.com, where they just open a <laughs> Word document? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. I don't know who made the joke, but someone said uh, on the Otter Creek episode <laughs> is that the Larue's employees could just like unplug the router, and Mark Larue would be like, oh, "I guess there's no more internet." <laughs> <laughs> it's not wrong though, dude. Um, I love that in their bio. I didn't realize this earlier. It's like all posts made by Mark Larue, signed ML. <laughs> <laughs> didn't uh, gosh, didn't he didn't he post something about carrying a car and like shooting tree yeah, he shot yeah. a cactus with it oh, okay. he shot it it was a tree he shot a tree with a car yeah, he also shot car. a cactus too <laughs> oh no what is he Wait, doing Mark which is sad because they make a great upper. They're like the OBR is a great thing and it's combat proven. Like it's been there, it's done that. 
But this motherfucker is so dedicated to his three-shot groups and doing his boomer-ass posting. The only person that's worth the Mark Mark LaRue is fucking Mac. Oh, my God. (laughs) uh, I think Kevin... From Q. No, Mac, Mac is the worst. Come on. Mac <laughs> is Let's Who has remember. the exact quote that he said on that one post? Like, your, your smile could brighten the room. And I, I, I already brought it up. And I quote, you're unique in that your personality breaks through still images. As if in your videos, you give off a positive, happy vibe that brightens my day every time you come across my screen. Doesn't he have oh, a fucking wife? Mac. Yeah, he does. He's got a wife and like three kids. I know he had man. kids. So, so I do the Patreon oh thing. I like I support creators that I, I actually enjoy. And I stopped supporting Mac after the whole A the Bonnie Rod- Rotten Crotch shit and the fucking SVD scandal. Like I used to support him as like, hey, you're doing good shit. And then like that shit came out and I'm like, no, you're not doing good shit. You're a piece of shit. Get the fuck out of here. That being said. One of the times I went on leave, I did like stop through Copper Custom as like a like a hey kind of cool. I'll run through and buy something kind of thing from the from the gun shop that the dude owns. Um, Jason the cameraman is a really cool dude and does not get enough credit for what he does. Good job, Jason. Um, Jason's great. Mac, on the other hand, is the creepy boomer motherfucker that is a simp for fucking gun bunnies and can just go away. And the fact that he is now representing us in Congress, like actually Wait, talking to Congress critters. Oh, God. Um, kind of concerns me. Yeah. If you didn't know, he is actually working with GOA and is actually going to Congress and talking to congressional officials about gun rights issues. You're going to catch him taking pictures of uh, Alexandria, what's her name's feet or something. Uh, 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 Lauren Velvet. You should probably edit that out before we get hit with something. I don't get, I'll talk about AOC's feet all I want nope, before stop. they fucking smite me. <laughs> <laughs> I dare them to try and take me down for this. Just remember, don't stick your dick in crazy, boys. That's true. Too late. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I'm wanting to build a 308 DMR. Know a good place to start? I, all right. Um, AR-10, AR-10. Some sort of no. 308 AR. AR-10. Well, okay. So well, I'll start. Yeah. I'll start because I've thought this out. And I'm literally in the process of this. Arrow builder set. Judge me all you want. But the Arrow M5 builder set with the rail, the upper, the matched upper and lower, Mm. with a 16 inch Criterion barrel, a Vortex or a Night Force scope, either the Vortex 1 to 10 or a Night Force 1 to 8. I think the 2, 5 to 10 is better. 
debatable. Give us a price range. I, I've kind of messed with the one to ten. Um, the one to ten is cool, but the optics quality kind of sucks compared to the one to eight, which kind of makes me lean more to that Night Force side. Um, piggybacked uh, Acro because piggyback is life. A lightweight bipod of some sort, like the Magpul MOE bipod, something on like a uh, a KDG quit di- disconnect so you can take it on and off real quick. Uh, surefire mu- muzzle device with a surefire can because I am a surefire whore when it comes to cans. Uh, and after no, that, like can. In in the lower, I would run probably a Geisley trigger, uh, National Match DMR type trigger, and I would call it good after that. Everything else is kind of whatever the user prefers. You also want to talk about how there's two different patterns to AR-10 rifles. There is, but if you're running, if you buy, and this is why I buy the the aerial builder set, right? You get the upper, the lower, and the rail, That's and I the, don't have to worry about that differential between the SR25 and the Armalite M14 bullshit. DMPMS. Um, yeah, that's the M5, by the way, if anyone can yeah. see that. <clears throat> um, Basically, buy an AR-10. Don't fuck with a SCAR. Don't fuck basically, with a foul. Basically, if you want to do it right, and you have the money, buy a fucking SR-25 ACC and call it good. I've also heard good things about uh, POFs. POFs are one. good. Uh, POF is good. Um, POF is good. I've fucked with them. I didn't see him at SHOT Show, but who was it that put the blow-up dolls in their booth? Oh, uh, <laughs> P- primary weapon systems, yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like something they would do. Um, I respect it. Anyone else have uh, input on that? Um, I don't know. You can either put it in 308 or 6.5. That's like something people will fight with you about on the internet. I think it depends on what you're going to use it for. Well, I think he only asked about one of those cartridges. Yeah. Yeah. That was just a little addition. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going to use it as a, like, no shit, like, precision rifle, sniper rifle, I would pick 6.5. Um, if you're using it as a, a battle rifle, which is more the way I lean because I am me, we all know who I am. I'm leaning that 762 route or even talking future uh 68 by 51 which is also 277 Sig Fury. So, That's my, 35 rounds. Can I weigh in on that real quick? Yes. If you want to shoot it a lot, get a 308. If mm-hmm. you're if you have a lot of money and you want to shoot a lot, get 65. I love 308. 65 is a better round. But it's more expensive. So it, de- it depends on what you're doing. If you want to shoot distance and you want to that higher BC, you want the that ignores the wind. Six five is the way to go. Or even 
the unobtainium 277 is the way to go. If you want cheap, available, I'm going to fuck you up no matter what, then the 762 NATO is the way to go. It really depends on what you want to do at the end of the day. And that that's where we can go into this huge thing about like use and mission and what do I want to do with my rifle? I think it's a stupid debate, to be honest. It, it really doesn't fucking matter that much either way. Well, I mean, it does at the end of the day. You're, you're in use. Mission drives equipment at the end of the day. And this is where we can get into recce and what is a recce rifle and what is the best recce equipment and what is a battle rifle and what's going to fit my needs and what's going to do this and what's going to do that. This is these little nuanced things. Like I can sit here all day long and go a 16 inch five, five, six is going to be the best thing for almost everybody. But is it? No, you need 20 inch. It might be a 20 kilt in discreets. Well, and speaking realistically and not meme, right? Right. Like for someone like me that lives in North Dakota, a 20 inch gun with a carbine stock and a H6 buffer makes a lot of sense because what I'm going to be experiencing is wide open spaces. You know, engagement ranges are going to be three, four hundred meters. It's it makes sense for me to have that twenty inch gun. Whereas the individual that lives in downtown L.A., that twenty inch gun with an H six, you know, collapsible stock doesn't make sense anymore. And now that ten three, that eleven five, that twelve five, with a red dot with a magnifier starts to make a lot more sense because they're going to be doing building to building. They're going to be doing X, Y, and Z, and you know, it, it makes sense to have that shorter gun over the longer gun. Um, I am getting way too serious for this podcast. Yes, uh, <laughs> we're a bunch of mean boys, man. Uh, it, yeah, I would have made fun of 11, somebody by now. It's 11, good information. Twelve five are the two that I see people fighting about because I have three friends with twelve fives, and then myself and two others. Uh, no, one other have eleven uh, fives. I'm a good example because I run both ends of the spectrum, right? So my like outside the house gun is a 20 inch, you know, Colt Air 154 A4 upper with an aim point on it, running a you know H6 lower with a collapsible stock. But my in the house in town, like when I drive around town, gun is my Mach 18 that used to be our profile picture. Like it's that ten three with a suppressor. It's that short gun with the suppressor to keep the noise down, to not blow my fucking eardrums out. But you be run able that to with a break, right? Do what? You run that with a brake underneath your um I wa- it's a war comp. Uh, it's got a war comp. It's a it's a close time war comp. So you know, I, I run that as my in town in the truck. Oh shit, my shit's getting pushed in. I need to get out of trouble gun. With the EOTech and all that shit. Um, don't run a EOTech skid. They they eat the batteries by an aim point. Um, don't I, Donut I, of the Death is great. It's it's an I, awesome reticle. 
buy a fucking aim point so you can just turn the optic on and leave it on. I, I'm going to say that is I own an EXPS 2.0, and then now I have a, and I have a T2, and I've already had to change the batteries on the Eotech, and I've had it for a um, month. <laughs> so, th- to be fair, I've had my Eotech as long as I've had my Mach 18 upper. I've had to change the batteries twice, and that's not even from turning it on. It's just got a parasitic draw, and... I have to pick it up like once a month, check the batteries and go, yep, they're still good. And when they're not, I got to swap them. The only thing that I have going for me with my EOTech is it is a double A model. So I can get double A batteries wherever I fucking go. Mm-hmm. I've been able to find CR123A and 123 is real easy at Walmart or other. Yep. I, I was getting ready to say that being said, I have a BNTTP9 that I also keep near the bed. Mm-hmm. As much as that's going to piss off Otter Creek, but that I have a BNT. Um, <laughs> but I have a BNT. It's got a uh, Aimpoint uh, TL Micro on it. I've had this fucking Micro for over a year, and I've never turned it off, and it's still running just fine. I, I was well. I just wanted to know what you thought about barrel length. On what? Oh. <laughs> Guns, I think. Oh, just 11, 12, 5. Like, do you think it's just negligible to argue about? Yes. It, yes. It, it's negligible. So, Quit arguing over one inch. Hi. One inch Ping is, is Ping is going to go into the scientific stuff, right? So Crane did a study. NSW Crane did a study. And... You're seeing use of sock and even I think the seals at this point, uh, the block three, we're going to call them block three. It's not the official thing. The URGI is what it actually is. The URGI uh, Mark 18 is now an 11.5. Uh, they ditched the 10.3 because they found 11.5 brings this happy medium between 14.5, 12.5, 11.5 and 10.3. Um, past 11.5, the difference is not much going below 10.3 eats bolts. We all know that 10.3 eats a bolt carrier group all day long. 11.5 is, seems to be that happy medium where you get good life out of your BCGs, you get good life out of your barrels, you get great ballistic performance, you're getting the right velocity to get fragmentation out of your 5.56 rounds, especially with what uh, your soft guys are using, they're using Mark 262, they're using M855A1, and they're using Mark 318, Sauce T. Um, so, use of SOC specifically went to an 11.5. They're replacing their 14.5s and their 10.3s with a universal 11.5. It doesn't fit everybody's use category, though. Um, on the military side, you're seeing the Air Force, the the URGI Air Force carbines are still 10.3s. They're still running that 10.3 inch gun because they need. We're talking PJs who are in and out of helicopters and in and out of vehicles, and they want that gun that's as short as possible because they're in and out of vehicles all the time. Whereas USASOC is looking for that that. M- all around perfect use carbine and they did the study with crane crane said hey 
you know, the velocity difference between 11.5, 12.5, and 14.5 is negligible. You're getting decent performance at 11.5. You're getting good longevity out of your bolt carriers, your fire control groups. You know, this is a good compromise. Further proving what's old is new, because this is the same thing that Colt found out in the 70s with the Commando. You see the Colt Commando, the Gal 5s, they all have 11.5 barrels. The 733 that we all simp over because of fucking heat is an 11.5. This is all stuff that's all been figured out. We know 11.5 is good. It's just the military's catching up to it. So your new, your new standard service gun in USASAC is 11.5. But we're seeing with your infantry use, with your security forces use, with your, you know, line infantry guys or, Switching to a fourteen five with an LPVO, squeezing a little extra performance, giving everybody that uh, that ability to PID at three hundred plus. Even though your guns only really with the thirteen five or fourteen five, you know you're talking your. I would engage at three hundred is your max with any round you throw in a fourteen five, be it two sixty two. Be it Mark 318, be it M183, M855A1. We're not even going to talk M855 because it's a shit round. Um, <laughs> you're talking a 300 meter max. And that that's where we're seeing the, the military go. And that's why we're seeing the NGSW being a thing. Because the military is wanting to extend its lethal range while penetrating body armor. Because let let's let's be honest. If we get into a let's say Ukraine kicks off tomorrow, I'm not getting issued one nine three. I'm not getting issued Mark three eighteen. I'm not getting issued Mark two sixty two. I'm getting issued M nine nine five armor piercing, so I can pierce fucking body armor and put Russians down. And that's still using, they're still using steel. Gaze. Kind of. Uh, yeah, so the, I, that's, that's in, in the past. In the past. In the past few years, the Russians have switched to Ratnik, the the Ratnik program armor, which is a ceramic, which is about equal to your standard level four plate. It's not quite as good. It's it's right there though. But M nine nine five armor piercing because it's a tungsten core armor piercing ground within a hundred meters is still should be able to penetrate it from what I've read. Um, um, but that's why we see the NGSW and the six, eight and the two seventy seven and all this stuff coming available and why the United States military wants to bring this online is they're looking to defeat these near peer armor threats that have now appeared on the scene that we can no longer defeat with a 14.5 M4 firing M995 armor piercing. Well, yeah, it worked against soft targets in the mountains of Afghanistan and Iraq. So, and that, that's where we've been for the past 20 years. We've yeah. realistically... Well, as an, Like 40 years because Vietnam and... I was going to say, as an argument, since mm-hmm. Vietnam, the past 60 years... We haven't faced off against a peer or near peer threat. 
it's all been insurgency forces, be it the VC, be it the Taliban, be it ISIS, be it, you know, Grenada, all these other little conflicts here and there that we fought in. And we've excelled because we know how to do this near peer or not near peer, but these guerrilla things and how to counter them. We haven't really trained as a military to fight a peer in 60 years. Realistically, we haven't fought a peer or a near peer since Korea. Yeah, I heard this uh, last 70 years or so being referred to as the long peace. Referred to, of course, there's been conflicts in between them, but the long peace amongst the great powers, where it be U.S., Russia, China. I was going to say, there's there hasn't been anything major between the major powers since World War II. Yeah. And it's arguable, and it's controversial, and I'll say it, but it's arguable because a lot of people like to call Russia and China a near peer. It's arguable in 2022 that Russia and China are no longer near peers. They are either peers and they're on the same level as us, or we have become the near peer, as in they outclass us, which is controversial. But if you look at it beyond small arms and look at like missile systems, fighters, tanks, it starts to paint this bigger picture. Maybe we're not the world dominant power that we used to be. Yeah, definitely not anymore. Everybody else is caught up. We've fallen behind. And that's the cost of fighting insurgents in Afghanistan for the past 20 years. We haven't focused on fighting a peer because we've been fighting fucking poppy farmers in caves for the past 20 years. You know, the war I signed up to fight wasn't the Russians. I signed up to go kill fucking Hajis in caves in Afghanistan. That's what I signed up to, to, to do. And I joined during the surge knowing what I might do. It, by the grace of God, God had a different plan. That's not where I ended up. I ended up, you know, doing this whole vehicle maintenance thing instead of the, the EOD thing. Um, and I, now you got transferable transferable skills. I, I do have transferable skills now, but, but it's not what I signed up to do originally. That, that's right. my point. Um, that being said, from the inside looking out, I do see the writing on the wall. I do see, you know, there are things that we excel in as a country. Uh, nuclear deterrence is a thing. Uh Mutual mutual assured destruction is still a thing. Uh, I deal with it every day. That's what I do. That's what I'm involved in. Uh, that being said, when it comes down to the nitty gritty, looking at armor forces, looking at mechanized infantry, down all the way to the infantry stuff, what like just say let's let's talk about the Ukraine. What Russia is geared up to do compared to what we're geared up to do are two different things. Russia Russia has been geared up to do a European conflict with NATO since 
1947. Whereas us as the United States, that hasn't been our focus since 1990. We dumped that at the end of the Cold War to focus on the global war on terrorism, the global war on drugs. We picked these separate outside conflicts, and at the end of the day, it made us slightly weaker. I'm not saying we can't hold our own, but I'm saying we are less prepared to go fight the Russians, to go fight the Chinese in Taiwan um, than, say, 20 years ago. Let me ask you this. Chinese aside, specifically about the Russians, if we do get into a conflict into, or if we do get in into a conflict in Ukraine, do you think it'll just stop if we kick the Russians out of Ukraine, or do you think we would continue? It's ongoing. So the Ukrainian conflict, if you look at defense analysts, uh, Ukraine is a catalyst for World War Three. It mm-hmm. always has been. It always will be. Uh, personally, and this is Ping's opinion, and this is not the opinion of the United States military, I think we should keep our nose out of Europe's problems. This is a European issue. And if we look historically, uh, Ukraine has historically, until 1990, always been part of Russia. So I can see where Russia's coming from wanting the Ukraine. Um, that being said, I believe in self-determination. And since 1990, the Ukraine has decided they want to be their own people. And I respect that. Um, I think the only reason that NATO and the United States are still sticking their head in the Ukraine and are willing to support them, even past saying that, no, we will not accept you as a, a NATO ally. Um, because three or four years ago, when everything was heating up again, because this is a constant thing, uh, NATO came out and said, no, we will not accept the Ukraine as a NATO ally. Um, I think the only reason is, and this is tinfoil hattie, and get your tinfoil out and put it on your fucking head. Uh, the Ukraine has massive oil stores. Mm. And at the end of the day, and this is historically no, because we see the Nazis in World War II, they, they look at taking the Ukraine, they look at taking Crimea because of its oil stores. And the 8th Air Force ends up going through and bombing the shit out of the Ukraine, along with the Finnish and all that, they go into the Ukraine and take the Ukraine back um, because of the oil stores. And Hitler needs the oil to keep the war machine running. So in 2020, fast forward 2022, we see this. There's still oil stores there. And Russia's got all these pipelines. And the EU is looking to, to do whatever the fucking EU does, because I don't even know what they fucking do at this point. Nothing. Um Pretty much, they're a failed state. Um, I like to joke. I've joked with Forges a couple of times, and he'll he'll collaborate this that we're in the Fallout timeline, and what <laughs> we're about to and, and, and we laugh, but what we're about to see is the resource wars. 
Um, and it's kind of scary when you start looking at Fallout and you start looking at uh, what's going on modern times, right? We always joke about the Simpsons predicted everything. You look at Fallout, you look at what's going on in Europe right now, and it kind of does have that, that resource wars thing about it. You've got the new plague, which you could tie back to COVID-19. COVID-19 is the new plague. You've got you know, the resource wars in Europe where nuclear weapons on the tactical level are used, which I'm not saying is going to happen, but then you look at NATO and the United States and their nuclear policies and how they use nuclear weapons. Um, we've reshaped in the couple past couple of years um, where we've looked at nuclear weapons on a tactical level instead of a strategic level, whereas, hey, I can use this to wipe out an army instead of mutually assured destruction mm-hmm. and i don't know it, it's a weird time we're in this kind of weird in between this is from and this isn't even just me as an active duty military member this is just stuff i like to study in general as i i really like defense analysts and that kind of stuff and i look at it and there's a there's a twitter page called defcon defcon warning system and i think they're right at the end of the day they they've got us at defcon 4 like war it war is probable but nuclear conflict is not imminent i think that in the next six months the likelihood of us seeing something in the ukraine is likely but i don't think it will go nuclear because we all kind of realize that hey if i use this they're going to use this and then it's just going to scale dramatically. And it, it's that kind of thing. And I might eat my words. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Um, I hope I'm not, uh, for obvious reasons. I live in ground zero, and I really not like to be vaporized in the next six weeks. <laughs> um, that being said, we look at what the Kremlin says. We look at what NATO says. Uh, about a year ago, NATO was screaming the same invasion is infinite or imminent calls. Um, and it never happened. The Kremlin was like, Hey, these are just readiness exercises. Um, fast forward to now, the Kremlin is saying, Hey, these are just readiness exercises. We're seeing that we can move our troops to Belarus and our other allies. Um, where NATO is again calling that, hey, invasion is imminent. We see uh, as of now, which is, you know, January 23rd, we see that the American embassy is going to start evacuating next week. Um, that being said, the Kremlin is still saying that these are just exercises, readiness exercises, and there is no plan of invasion. And you have to play a game of who do you believe? Do you believe NATO? Do you believe the Kremlin? And I'm not trying to simp for the Kremlin. I'm not trying to simp for NATO. No, you're just trying to say, hey, there's a trend established. I'm sure. looking at the. I'm looking at this bigger picture that the Kremlin has said every time before that no, this is an exercise. While NATO screams, no, this is war. 
and it ends up being an exercise. And you've got Russia running these major naval exercises in the Black Sea all through next month, calling them exercises. And you've got like Britain. So to to get their naval forces to the Black Sea, they had to run their naval forces through the English Channel. And me studying this being on the kind of defense analyst side, do you really think the British and the French are going to let the Russians run through the English Channel if war is intimate? That's true. We have are the ability. Gonna- if if war is imminent, do you see talks between the United States and Russia still ongoing? Because if war was really imminent, there wouldn't be any talks. There would be good point. this allowing of movement of military forces from the Baltic to the Black Sea. I'm not saying NATO is the bad guy, but I think sometimes that NATO is the warmonger because of defense contractors. And again, tinfoil hat. And that's where I'll lead off before I get kicked out of the military for my opinions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, maybe uh, we get to uh, get some cool capture paper, (laughs) AKS. <laughs> what a parts kit! <laughs> Man, if we win, how cool would it be to be able to go to Ukraine without needing a passport? You know, oh, if, if 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 we win, and I was going to bring anything back from the Ukraine from that kind of conflict, I want an MP four four three Grok. Yeah. Man, I'd be happy with like. Do they have cheap gas in Ukraine? No. It's the, it's still would, technically. Where are we even EU. going? I would because uh, they have oil. I would go to Chernobyl, dude. I was that would just be at, cool to see. I was looking at. Well, I wouldn't go on a tour. I would do that thing. I'll give you thirty dollars to touch the elephant's foot. Elephant's foot. That was a tangent I went on on YouTube. Was I watched like a five-hour miniseries of this guy who recorded two incursions he did, one in the summer and one in the winter. Uh, and they had hiked like 18 kilometers through the exclusion zone, stay two nights in Pripyat, and then come back. Uh, and like, you could like not get close to the reactor, obviously, but you could be like uh, inside of it. Stones throw away from from it. No, but you could be in the town. It went to the appropriate. Uh, yeah, you know, fifty thousand. So, still live there. This- so, that's <laughs> a ghost town. 50,000 50, people used to live here, and now it's a ghost town. No, real time. <laughs> it's a cool place. And uh, I've known a couple of guys that were stationed in Germany that took tours of Pripyat. And it, it's cool. Like, it's legitimate. Like, this is a thing. And, you know, the whole 50,000 people used to live here, and then overnight it was gone. Like that's that's real. That was a thing, and it, it's kind of sombering to see, you know, how that happened and how the mismanagement of the the nuclear plant and everything led to the demise of Pripyat. Well, yeah, they um, about ber- uh, beryllium. 
And then, well, and then the funny thing is, is I don't know how much you guys know about the Chernobyl reactor. Um, I watched the HBO series, so I'm pretty much an expert. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, so the Chernobyl reactor is based off Three Mile Island. Oh. It was basically uh, the the Chernobyl reactor was stolen plans uh, from Three Mile Three Mile Island. That's not and true. Do what? Chernobyl is an RBMK reactor. We don't even use those. That was Soviet only shit. They're garbage. Oh, my bad, because I've always been told that Three Mile Island and Chernobyl were the same. I thought they yeah, made Three Mile Island after was like, Three Mile Island is literally Chernobyl. Three Mile um, Island is like what, nothing. What are well, the other questions we have? Because we're coming up on two hours. Yes, and none of the questions were about Chernobyl. Anybody want to talk about uh, water versus graphite modulated reactors? or uh... No. Is a longer word than water. We can go into nuclear power. I'm okay with that. No, no. Next next time. Next time. We've got two more questions to get through. They're very serious questions. Can we get like a bonus episode of M1 Pink's rants? We just cut it out and make a bonus episode. Is it actually true that pee is stored in the balls? Yes. No fucking shit. Where else would the pee be stored? Yes, and they're fucking so full right now. I have the pee so bad. <laughs> pee is stored in the balls and squirts stored in the tits. Next question. No facts. <laughs> Next question. Final question. You ever drank Bailey's from a shoe? Yes. yes. Um, no. 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 Um, Legitimately, I yes. I intend to keep it as a no. That's a stale reference. Get a new one. It's a stale reference, but like, oh god, ping stories one hundred one. That's about as stale as the moldy bread that I ate last week. Okay. So, <laughs> you okay? My, it was only a my, little moldy, and I didn't want to go to the store. All right. I was I really hungry. Did it have rats in it? Did no, it have rats or magnets? Just a little of, like, the... It was, like, you know, it was on the outside. I took through those pieces away. The pieces in the middle looked intact. Oh, then you're good. You're doing the real British sailor thing. All right. Um... Well, that's been our Q and A episode. <laughs> kind of part of it was Q and A. Part of it was part of it. Half, half of this was Ping ranting about Ukraine. And <laughs> <laughs> look, for, uh, look for look for a uh, a spinoff series from the Clone Incorrect podcast. Ping rants. <laughs> I'd listen to it. I would too. Honestly, yeah. It would be like I a shitty want... version of Dan Carlin. Welcome to. Welcome to Clone Incorrect Podcast. This is Ping's triumphant report turn where he rants about the Ukraine and nuclear power. Oh, that's our cold <laughs> open. We're going to have to edit that. Cold okay. open. I'll put the Starting stamp. episode 12 where we're going to do two more hours, boys. We ready? <laughs> <laughs> this is two hours of Ping fucking ranting about NATO and nuclear power. And yeah, it's great. Okay. All right. We will assume that it is cut now. How do we how do we get rid of Lucas Bakken? <laughs>